What's up, Rock family? What's up, Rock family? Come on now. What's up? Come on. Happy Mother's Day. Come on. Come on. It's Mother's Day. Can we, have, can we get a hand to all the moms? Come on. And by the way, can we have all the moms and everywhere, wherever you're at, all the moms, if y'all can stand up, we want to give y'all a big round of applause. All the moms stand up everywhere. Let's get the moms a hand. Come on now. Let's get the moms a hand. Come on, church. Come on, church. Awesome. 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 You may be seated, moms. We honor you. We respect you. We, we, you, you are a, a, a special creation of God that God gave you a heart that he did not give men. And, and we'll see that today. But we, we want to thank you for being who you are. Thank you for the sacrifice you make. Thank you for never, ever, ever stop being a mom. So thank you very much. Hey, let's get on our knees. I'm Miles McPherson, Pastor of the Rock. We want to uh, tell everybody, everybody, God bless you. Please uh, hit the share button on your device. Get the word out. The people will get this message because we have a special Mother's Day message that's going to bless you and encourage you and challenge you to do something. Challenge you. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Lord, you made man and... You said it wasn't good that he'd be alone. And then you made woman. And you made a very special masterpiece with a woman. And then you gave her the ability to be a mom. And so we thank you for all of our moms that are here, that are past. Thank you for their sacrifice in our life. And we do pray that we can be a blessing to our moms more than we planned to this year. That you would break our hearts for our moms because their hearts are surely broken for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's get the Bibles out. Let's get your Bibles out. We are going to be in 1 Kings chapter 3. Let's get your Bibles out on the count of three. Say word. One, two, three. Say word. Come on, church. Word. Turn to 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. I want to welcome everybody who's joining. God bless y'all. God bless you, all the campuses out there, everybody around the world. God bless you. God bless you. Um, when my, um, my wife and I have three children, my wife had the kids. I didn't. I, it trips me out when guys say, I had a kid. No, no, you didn't. You watched. My wife had three children. First labor was 12 hours. Second labor was 24 hours. Third labor was 49 hours. It doubled every time. Well, we had a daughter, a daughter, and a son. And when my, our oldest daughter went to college, we dropped her off in L.A. at the apartment. And as we're driving off, my wife is crying, and I'm like, where are we going to get something to eat? <laughs> Men and women or dads and moms have very different hearts for their kids. And for a lot of reasons, but one of which you carry your child for nine, 40 weeks actually, 40 weeks, and there's a special bond between a mother and a child. Not only because you carried it, but there's just a, a, a different bond. I mean, moms, my, my wife, our kids are all in their 30s, and she still does not turn her cell phone off at night waiting for something to happen. And my son is a police officer, and she worries about him, understandably so, but she worries about him day and night, day and night, all of our kids. And we want to honor your mom, all you moms and the heart you have because you never stop being a mom. And in the story we're going to read today, and then we're going to see a couple of amazing stories, King Solomon uh, just became king. And God said to him, 
Solomon, ask me for anything that you want and I'll give it to you. And Solomon said, and by the way, you need to pay attention. If God came to you and said, ask for anything, what would you ask for? You might, I want a new car. I want some money. I want a good check. You know, you would ask for something that's really temporary. What you need to ask for is what Solomon asked for, which was wisdom. And because the God gave him wisdom, he got all the money in the world. I'm not saying you're going to have all the money in the world, but he became the wealthiest man ever. And he abused that wisdom and had a thousand women. 700 wives, 300 concubines. I don't know how you do that. That's a true player. That's another story. But it's true. It's in the Bible. I'm telling you. The brother was, uh, I don't know how he did it. But, but to test his wisdom, he had to choose to figure out who was the true mother of a child. And in this story, two women were in the same house. And one woman, they both had babies. And one woman laid, rolled over and killed her child. She laid on her child and suffocated her child. She woke up, saw that her child was, uh, was dead, switched her baby with her friend, the other woman's baby, and then got up and said, no, this is my baby and that's your baby. And they had an argument about whose baby was the, was the mother, whose, whose baby belonged to the, the, the living baby belonged to which mother. And they bring this problem to the king and the king displays his great wisdom in his decision on how he was going to know which mother was the baby. And in this story, we're going to realize why moms are so special. Now, one of these mothers was, she was straight up dog, but that's another story. But he is going to show us why mothers are so special. Look at 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 20. It says, this woman's explaining. She says, she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom. And laid her dead child in my bosom. Verse 21. And when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I examined him. Everyone say examined. Say examined. When I examined him in the morning, indeed he was not my son who I had born. And the other woman said, no, but the living one is my son and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, no, the dead one is your son and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. So what was the king going to do? How was he going to know which mom was the mom of the living child? I'm going to give you a hint by you watching this story. Check it out. What's up, Rock Family? Pastor Miles here. I am so excited because we're getting ready to do something that's one of my favorite things, which is to surprise somebody. First, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. And obviously, who we're going to surprise is a mom. And we know that Moms rock. Come on, somebody right there. Come on, somebody. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Um, and But we're getting ready to surprise somebody. They think they're watching a training video while I'm on the screen. But we're actually going to knock on the door. And then we're going to bless with something that she needs. We are Do Something Church. We always want to be helping people. And I'm going to tell you one of the best ways to get rid of your problems is to go help somebody else with their problem. We're going to talk to our women's ministry pastor, Cindy. So let's go talk to her and get some more background. So, so tell us, tell us what we're gonna to do today. This is awesome. Well, today we are going to bless the socks off of a mom who's been through a lot of pain and trauma in her life, losing her son and her house burned down. And this is an opportunity for us to come and be a tangible hands and feet of Jesus to come alongside her to literally like put our bring our groups around her and lift her up in this time where she's you know feeling broken and we're just going to come alongside her and support her and be that community that she's so desperately in need of 
This idea really started with our group. We knew that we didn't want to just keep what we had together. We wanted to be not a lake, but we really wanted to be a river and allow the Lord to just flow through us and being able to be the hands and feet of Jesus and minister to people in a very tangible way and meet them right where they're at. So You don't want to be a lake but a river. Yes. Come on now. Come on now. Yes. In and out. Yes. Flow, yeah. Flow, Let flow, the flow. Lord flow through. So right now, Debbie's in the house praying with a group of people and they get ready to watch what they think is a training video. And Lord, we just want to thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for Debbie's faithfulness to you, God. And, and then um, I'm going to say, but this is really not a training video. This is something for you. And then I'm going to go from the video to the door. Lord, thank you, Lord. Your grace, your comfort, your hope will fill her heart. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You can do this. There's people in your life you can help very easily with what you have. Because some of the things you have are going to be life-changing for other people. Today we're here to do a general training as we head into a new season. And we want to equip you to do the work God has called you to do. That is the culture of our church, a culture of honor. Honoring God, honoring others, honoring yourself, and honoring our neighbors. Which leads me to the first training principle which is the real reason behind this video. Today, we are here to honor you, Debbie. It's because it's been brought to my attention that this year has been full of loss for you. You lost your house in the fire. You didn't have insurance to cover your losses. And then shortly after that, you lost your son who died of a heart attack in his sleep. I can't imagine what that feels like. We are so sorry for your heartache and your loss. Yet you still took time to go through the life class here at The Rock and seek the Lord through the whole thing. So I want you to know that you are seen. Your pain is real to us and our church family. And I just want to personally give you a hug and let you know how much you matter to us. In fact, holla, holla, holla. Let me see something. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. She's in someone else's house and they're sending her to the door. How odd is that? Oh my gosh. Mr. Miles. It's been so long. Oh my gosh. It's a great training. You got three people. Oh gosh, I can't believe this. Let's go sit down. Let's go sit down. So what'd you think about the video? The training video. Was it great? <laughs> I was like, what? He's talking to me in that video. You know, I thought you were making me a video. I didn't know you were coming here, like directing it right at me. Yeah, that was the shortest training video ever. It was two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? It's been pretty rough, you know, to get through this. So, I mean, I can't lie. Yeah. It's, been, it's been rough. Probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do um, in my life, you know, is losing my son, Samuel. You know, the fire was nothing compared to that, you know. I guess for a mom, it's the worst thing that you, you know, never mm -hmm. ever want to happen. And so it's just very hard because, you know, we, we miss him so much, you know, and he was a great kid and he used to be, um, you know, that's my struggle right now. And the devil tries to trip me up on a lot of things with it, you know. And I just keep hearing, don't doubt, don't doubt, you know, because I know he's with the Lord because he knew the Lord really well. And, um, you know, he used to be, um, well, he used to 
skateboard with his Bible in his back pocket. And mm -hmm. maybe you could share a little bit what, you know, things you shared at the, the, his service. Yeah. He was... Growing up, Sam yeah. was very close with God. Yeah. Um, from a young age, he... Um, when he was about 13, he would bring his Bible with him. He'd walk around campus with his Bible, and during lunch breaks, he would have um, Bible studies to those who were willing to listen and his friends. And he did skateboard with a Bible in his back pocket, and sometimes he would say prayers or read a verse before trying to land like a skateboard trick of some kind, and it would work. You know, sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. Or he'd fall on the Bible because it's in back pocket. <laughs> So um, he was really close with God, and I always looked up to him in that sense, and um, just very fortunate to be blessed with a brother like him. He was amazing. So. When my brother passed away, it was very hard for me to understand, and because of that, I've had to, to lean into my faith a little bit stronger, more than I've ever had before, and just really trust God and have faith in Him that this is His plan and we can't always see the outcome of what he has in store for us but we just have to have trust in him so um although this has been devastating it has strengthened my relationship with god so that's kind of my largest struggle right now though is you know it's just going through this process which is the hardest thing i've ever had to go through in my life and then uh, so my mom is 91 so she takes it's going to take a lot of care to take care of my mom too I'm going to introduce to you uh, our women's pastor and Cindy and Courtney. They're going to come in and share how we're going to help you. Okay. So when I actually heard about your story um, and we were working on this, um, we were just overwhelmed. They were talking about it. I'm like, there's this woman and she's gone through all of this. And many of us are moms. And I just said, what can we do? And they were like, okay, we got a financial advisor. Let's, let's help her with this. We have someone who's like super techie. So she's going to come in and just sit with you, hold your hand, say, okay, what do we need to do? Health insurance? Let's apply for it. You need to get documents that maybe were lost in the fire. Let's do it. It's a really overwhelming process. We understand that. So we're just here to enter in to whatever needs you have. Also, we're going to handle therapy for you and some grief counseling to just walk you through that. Um, financial assistance with whatever needs might come. Thank you so much. Really, I mean, that's the heart of women's ministry is yeah. to come alongside right. of those who are, you know, whatever it is that their situation is yeah. and, you know, not just stand back and pray, but to get our hands and feet mm -hmm. in and be there and be the community. That's really great. Yeah, I used to be in women's ministry too, you know, many years back. So mm -hmm. I I understand, you know, all you guys do, and I greatly appreciate it. I definitely need the grief counseling. You know, I've gotten a few things accomplished. I'm, I'm kind of a multitasker. Hey, <laughs> kids, yeah. I, I can get a lot done. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely need some help with some of that stuff for sure. And I am greatly going to appreciate it. Yeah. You know what doesn't escape me is that you serve for so many years in women's ministry, uh -huh. and then it comes around uh -huh. and God just then is now going to pour out into you through women's <laughs> ministry. Yeah, so, it's kind of overwhelming. It's really, yeah, it's, you it? know, it's just, yeah. Though we miss Samuel so much, God is using this to um, bring us closer and to do something new in our lives. That, that's all I know. That's the biggest, I guess, blessing that's come from this. So, Well, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the journey that you have Debbie and, and the seven kids on. Thank you for 
the ups and the downs and then the ups. And we thank you for always being, never leaving us or forsaking us. We thank you that even though the devil is about killing, stealing and destroying, you are about giving us life and life abundant. And so we hold out in faith, knowing that you're going to restore what the locusts have beaten in their life. You're going to encourage her. Thank you for the opportunity of our church to come alongside her and her family, to encourage them, to love them in a very practical and spiritual way. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. <laughs>
And the kids, the baby says, cut the baby in half, get the, half to that woman, half to that woman, and we'll be done with it, and get out of my sight. This is just driving me crazy. I don't know how he said it, but this is what he said. And, and, he said, and he said, divide the child in two, give half to one, half to the other. And the woman whose son was living spoke to the king, and she yearned with compassion. Everyone say compassion. This is the difference. Compassion. Now, having a baby doesn't make you a mother. <laughs> it makes you a woman with a baby. What makes you a mother is compassion. She had compassion for her son, and he said, she said, oh, my Lord, give her the living child. By no means kill him. But the other said, let him neither be mine nor yours. Divide him, cut him in half. And the king said, give it to the first woman. <laughs> That's the mother by no means who says, you know a mom when she has so much compassion for her children. That she would even give up her children for the benefit to save their life. They would give up what, what's dearest to them. And when I look at the moms that are worth their weight in diamonds, they sacrifice their very life for their kids. And if you think about your mother um, and all the years you've grown up and you really, really think about what they've done for you, and how they put their life aside for you. I know my mother did. She worked, but she, she, she was a nurse. But she was, her first priority was us. And she put her needs, even when she was older in 70s up until when she was 80-something years old, she was always looking for us first. And that is an amazing, amazing characteristic, characteristic of moms. I got another story for you because this, this story is even... I, I want to say more amazing. It's just amazing in a different way. But this will cement and reinforce what I just said. Watch this story. And then I want you to think about as you're watching this story, what you can do for your mother's, the mother, a mother in your life. My mother's passed, but there are other mothers in my life. What you can do to say thank you and acknowledge the great sacrifice that they make on our behalf. Check out this story. Yo, Rock family, we just left Debbie up in Claremont. Now we're down in Chula Vista, and we are going to bless and surprise Jeanette. Another mom, super mom's been through hard times, and we're going to come and bless her because moms rock. Come on, somebody. So excited. Let's go do this, Rock Church. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. And thank you, for all you ladies in the women's ministry of being in groups and caring for each other. And we're coming up behind you to hold your arms up. So happy Mother's Day, everybody. So we are waiting to surprise Jeanette. Um, she is a mom that has been helping out for years at San Isidro. And she is right now, she's a single mom. She has a little daughter, Bella, who has high-functioning autism. She receives services. But right now, Jeanette is just needing some help. And we're just going to lift her up during this time. All right, so we're going to watch this video. We're going to get instructions. And then Miss Steph is going to give us more practical instructions on how this applies to the kids. Okay? Sounds good? Come on. Right. We found at The Rock, one of the things that was for certain, we wanted to be a do-something church. Is that the video? So thank you for entering into that and partnering in that with us. Today we're here to do a general training as we head into a new season as we want to equip you to do the work that God's called you to do. This is the ethos of our church and our culture, a culture of honor, honoring God, honoring others, honoring yourself, and honoring our neighbors. You say it's about to happen? Oh. 
The young lady may be being talked to in the video thinking she's being trained, but I'm telling her how the church loves her and cares for her, and then I'm gonna knock at the door, see who's knocking, it's gonna be us. Which leads me to the first training principle, which is the real reason behind this video. Today, we are here to honor you, Jeanette. You are the reason we're having this video. Your church community and the people around you have been praying for you. They love you and they want to see you win. And they want to see you operate in the freedom that God has called you to operate and do the things God has created you to do. And they may be aware of your situation and all the things you've been facing this year. We know you're going through a very difficult time right now. You've just become a single parent of your daughter, Bella, who has autism. And we understand all the work that it takes to take her to the therapy that she needs, all the work it takes to do this alone as a mom. And we also understand the environment that you're in is so critical for you to thrive. And we understand your living situation has not been ideal. Starting out living in a tent, and now you have a small structure that you're living in at your father's house. And we all know that is very difficult. And we know that change can be hard for children. And yet, yet, you have remained faithful serving in children's ministry here at the Rock Church. What an amazing servant you are. It humbles me to see all that you're doing and to know that your heart to serve is unwavering in the midst of all your struggles. You still seek to serve other people. I can only imagine the emotion you're dealing with right now. And I wish I could be there. But you know what? Let me think about it. I hear someone knocking at the door. <laughs> oh. He's here. Who's here? Who's here? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> here. How are you? How are you? Good. Can I have a hug? How you doing? How you doing? You want to see the video? Look at the camera. Hi! Who's got a new video? Yay! Hey, hey! Ready? Ready? Miles came to see you, Bella. There's the video. It's funny video. My mom gave her a little selfie stick and she put up the cell phone and then she started videotaping. She's like in the video and the life of Bella and it's very hot today. Okay, It's the life of Bella. Yeah. So how are you doing? Good. Things have been tough. It's tough, definitely. It's been tough for a few years, but well, happy Mother's Day. Thank we you. We want to be a blessing to you. And tell us what's been going on for the last couple of years and um, like some of the stuff you've been through. Um, Bella's six. Um, we, I took her with um, to get evaluated for autism. COVID is hard. Her therapies, um, not really having a stable home to live in. And we were renting a room and um, it was just a very toxic environment. So we left and my parents didn't really have space. So we like slept in a tent in the backyard and then it was starting to get cold and my dad's like, well, I don't know what to do, but we got to figure something out. They had a shed built years ago, but it was like for storage. And then my dad's like, well, we got to make this livable. So he went to go get like drywall and everything to fix it up. So it looks like a bedroom now. So we have our own little space, but it's still not, not the same. Yeah, and then um, just being a single mom for years, just doing everything by myself, working with her and helping her and her behaviors. I just lost my job a couple weeks ago, so 
Yeah. <laughs> and you have the greatest smile. And, yeah, thank and you, you see like you have joy coming from. I, there's probably people watching this going, so <laughs> you're a single mom. Yeah. Your daughter's autism. You live in the tent. Yeah. No electricity, no plumbing, whatever. No. Everything that comes with the tent, cold. <laughs> too cold, too and hot. You lost your job and, and you're still involved. Even with everything we've gone through, like God is so good. Like everything around, like the little things, the little things that she's learning and her milestones is just, it's amazing. And that's just what gets me through. God has, even in the good and the bad, I've always been faithful and it's, it's just, that's what keeps me going. Amidst all of that, someone's saying, how could you say God is good? What, 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 what has he done? What is Like he's given me time to spend more time with her working full time. It's, I've only seen her later hours in the day and now I can take her to school and be with her and she's like mom thank you for picking me up mm -hmm. and it's just amazing time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay so I'm going to introduce you to Courtney. Courtney is from the women's ministry and she's going to talk to you about okay. you know some ways we want to come alongside you and Bella to help you guys. Hey, come sit here. Hi Courtney. <laughs> I just want you to know we have been praying over you, women you don't even know. So just to give you a little backstory. I was a single mom and my daughter has autism. So I feel you. <laughs> yeah, you understand. It's hard. So part of what we are going to do is we are going to um, provide you with trauma counseling. Thank you. uh, you've been through so much, so we're going to handle that. We are going to look at taking care of some living expenses, some of your bills that you have. Okay, okay, we know okay. that that's overwhelming, and having lost your job, we want to be able to get additional services so that we can make sure that her services are no longer suspended. Um, and then also, we have people that are at the ready who are an advocate for you that will help okay, advise you okay. on how to get the places and the things that you need for her. So you are seen, you are loved. We are so excited to serve you. You have served our church family, and that's just really what this is about. My mommy's my love. You love me too, Mama. Your mommy's your love. You tell your mom you love her? Yeah. I do. You do love too. Steph, tell us why you nominated this woman. I, it's obvious to me, but what, what did you see? Yes, so you had mentioned that she had a smile on her face, um, you know, just saying everything that she goes through, but that is really how Jeanette is. She's just got such a heart of gold, and despite what you've been through, Jeanette, you just, um, you still serve with a heart for the kiddos, and so, I admire that so much in you, and, and I love you so much. Really. So there, there are people bringing their kids to church on Sunday. You're serving their kids, and you're going home at some point in a tent. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're bringing their kids to you, um, and you're taking care of the kids. And, and so going through all of that, thanking God and serving at the same time, I think you get, need to get like five awards. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Um, I don't know what your problem is. I really, I don't know all of you. I don't know what your problem is, but if she can thank God, I um, need to be thanking God for something. Um, and so, happy Mother's Day thank to you. you. And hopefully we can make it a little better this year for you than last year. So the, the value of what they're gonna give you is gonna be about $5,000 worth of benevolence. That's gonna totally take care of a lot of your needs that I'm sure they're gonna need.
I'm sure it's going to help a lot. So it was so Thank blessed. You. And believe me, it is a blessing. Thank you. A blessing to be able to bless you. You're Thank awesome. You. You're Thank awesome. Thank you. Was that, was that an amazing story? There's so much you can get out of that story. I'll just, I'll go a couple places. One, when you see people serving at church, see people at your job, see people at the store, you have no idea what they're going through. No idea. And there are people who you will encounter who have an attitude, um, they may be grumpy at you someplace, people you don't know or you know. Give them grace because you have no idea what they're going through. And I just can't imagine having those living, situ living conditions and the, the pressure she is under and still be not only thanking God. I know people who complain to God because they can't get their Gucci. You know, they, don't, they can't get their house. They can't get their car. And she is thanking God and she pretty much, relatively speaking, has almost nothing. Um, she has a, a beautiful daughter, but she, uh, material things. And, and, and the ability to, to sustain... Uh, our home place, things that we take for granted. So um, walk around with a very, very loose um, grip on your judgment with people and just be a life giver. Be a, be, speak life to everybody you know. You never know, you never know who you're going to bless and the burdens people carry and the blessing that you can be in someone's life. The other thing, she serves at the church. So when you bring your child to church or, you, or someone here serving you, again, you have no idea the burden that they're carrying behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Now, so where do we go? Where do we go from here? When you see something like this and you see these videos, it's not for you to say, oh, there's Pastor Miles, there's the Rock Church doing that. No, it is, this is what we all can do. So here's my challenge to you. Now, if your mother asked for anything, I bet you it was something simple like a rose or a card or a gift. And, you know, don't give me anything. I'm okay. I'm okay. But let's not stop there. I want to challenge all of you to go the extra, 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 extra mile for your mom or for a mom. I want to read something to you. James chapter 2, verse 14. It says, what does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith and doesn't have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food and one says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and be filled. And do not give them the things which are needed. What does it profit? We can, we can pray for people all day long. I'll pray for you and, you know, God bless you. But we really don't go the extra mile to really help people for, in a way that really is practical for them. When we have the ability to do so. And it says, thus also faith by itself is dead without work. So here's my challenge to you. Do more than the, 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 the yearly card, you know, the flowers. That's cool. The candy, that's cool. And your mother's like, oh, no, I don't want it. Don't, don't listen to that. The, even though she may mean it, I tell you it will bless her so much more. And it could be something as simple as sitting down with your mother and reading her a long letter that you wrote about all the stuff that you acknowledge she's done for you. And taking the time to make her the center of your universe. That's my challenge to you. Now, you may, you may have some, some a better grand idea to do something, go for it. And, and your mom may be gone. My mom's gone. So i got to think of another mom. Um, in addition to those two moms. There may be another mom in, in your block. A woman that you've seen who's just struggling um, with her kids. She's, she's, you know, walking to the bus every day. Um, and you can give her a ride. Uh, 
something to go the extra mile because carrying the burden that moms carry year after year after year has got to wear on them. I want to pray for you, and here's my challenge. I want to challenge you to text women to 52525 uh, for women's ministry because I want to challenge all you women to get in the women's ministry so you can be a support to each other just like the women's ministry was in this video. Text women to 52525. And for the rest of us, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that God would bless you with an abundant, overflowing amount of love and compassion and generosity for your mother. And that you would ask God, God, what do you want me to do for my mother or a mother today, this Mother's Day? Today. Figure it out. Just today. Just today. Even if you've got plans for today, figure something out. Go the extra mile and then step back and watch what it does in their life. And then watch God bless you with the fulfillment and the satisfaction that you honored somebody worthy of your honor. So let me pray for you. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for mom. Thank you for their display of sacrifice, humility, selflessness, honor, being other-centered, humility. And I pray, number one, that we would take time to acknowledge, notice and acknowledge those characteristics in the moms in our life. The hard work, the tireless work of the moms in our life. Lord, I heard someone say when you become a parent, especially a mother, it's the first time your heart lives outside your body. I pray that you would open our eyes to see that in our moms and not take for granted that they were always there. Not take for granted that they would always have our back, but that we'll be thankful for it. And that we would find a creative, over-the-top way to say thank you to our moms. Bless us today. Bless our moms. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Come on now.